A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Well, Game Changers... Hello, wherever you may be in the world, and an extremely warm welcome as ever to this podcast episode, one that's called What's Love Got to Do With Business? And to help us to explore that uh, intriguing title, I've got a young lady from uh, Essex in in the UK, in England there, a lady by the name of Jill Poet from the Organisation for Responsible Businesses. Jill, a very warm welcome to you as well. Good morning, Paul. I particularly like being called a young lady because I'm quite a long way from that, but that'll that'll do. I'm happy with that. Well, (laughs) to quote a well-known cliche, Jill, it's all in the mind, apparently. Oh, absolutely. And um, I'm just a wee babe in the mind. (laughs) Or sometimes the body just gives us a little reminder. Mm. Is that what your mind's telling you? Well, I'm telling you something different. No, actually, I'm probably fitter and healthier than most women half my age. So, um, not not uh, not sort of teenage years, but uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 great. So uh, yeah, it's good. Superb. Well, you might not be talking teenage years, but probably just a suggestion, Jill. You could be a recycled teenager. Uh, recycled several times, I think. Yeah. And I think on that note, listeners, we will move on. So, (laughs) Jill, this intriguing title, Love. What's love got to do with business? So just give us a couple of minutes to, uh, well, I suppose, set the the tone by telling us a bit about yourself and uh, the Organisation for Responsible Businesses and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, Well, the Organisation for Responsible Businesses, all for short, Um, is a membership organisation for SMEs, smaller, medium-sized businesses that are operating ethically and responsibly. Um, A good, profitable business is efficient, but they care about people and the environment. Um, And we talk about it as a a movement, as a a better way of of doing business. Uh, and, And I suppose that's really where the whole love bit comes into it, because... You know, it's about the love um, actually for yourself. And I'll talk about that in a bit more, not in any, you know, I love myself. I want to make lots of money perspective, um, but love yourself and and love for humanity. um, Because unless you bring that into your business and it's all about greed, then we've got the sort of businesses that are causing harm. um, And we all know that we need to change um, an, an awful lot and, and the reason I work predominantly with the um, the smaller businesses is because let's just look at the UK and it's pretty much the same in most of the world but 99% of private businesses in the UK are what they call SMEs 96% are micro businesses 96% of private businesses in the UK are private businesses. So that's naught to nine employees. Um, so they're, they're small businesses that are 
you know, more likely to be at the heart of their local communities. They're so well placed to be making a difference in our society. So we want to push that agenda and help them do that. Um, and that whole thing of um, loving humanity is going to be a huge trigger for that. And also, of course, um, you know, their family, their children and you know, grandchildren, future generations care for them. Um, so uh, that's, that's a very brief outline. Mm, fascinating. What a beautiful, beautiful philosophy to have, listeners. But I'm going to flip over from that, Jill, if I may, play a little bit of devil's advocate, as is my way, hosting these, uh, these podcast dance, around yes. a comment I receive at least semi-regularly, and it's this. Now, I'm, you know, I'm kind of paraphrasing a little here because I'm, I'm stretching it. I'm laying it on a little bit thick. And um, it's this. Right. OK, Jill, that's all oh, that fluffy stuff's nice. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Do you not understand, girl, I'm running a business. My bottom line is all that matters. Unquote. No, you're absolutely right, Paul. Um, when we launched um, the all 11 years ago, and that was very much the, the, the sort of conversation. And even for businesses that didn't say that, that said, well, yeah, that, that sounds important. It was, um, yeah, it's important, but um, yeah, I, I will do that. I will do something. But there was no, no trigger, no trigger to drive it. It was very much on the bottom of the to-do list. So um, it's something I'm very keen on in driving that trigger. But our philosophy is doing good for business. Um, the conversations I'm having with people now are very different to what they were 11 years ago because businesses of all shapes and sizes, organisations of all shapes and sizes, are actually beginning to realise that actually if they want to be um, profitable and sustainable you know, here, as a business for the long term themselves, they need to be embracing this stuff because there are so many external pressures why they need to do so. You know, increasingly, whether it's the consumer, private sector, public sector that they sell their goods and services to, um, they want to know. Um, younger people, they want to know. They will choose who they work for more now by the company's ethics than their nice juicy um, pay packet they get. So it's um, it, it, it re there really is a very strong business case. And we, we work on the business case. Um, whilst it would be great for me to say, do you know, guys, this, this is really nice stuff to do. Um, and we should all be doing it because we're good people. Whilst that is the case, just as you said at the beginning, it doesn't always work. You, you, you know, you have to understand. And, and my background is, is small business, um, you know, for myself, working for other small businesses. So I absolutely understand that mentality. So you've got to give it a little bit of leverage and help them to understand how much their business is going to benefit by doing these things. They've got to do it authentically. Mm. Um, because if they're just doing it to tick a box, uh, people will see through it very quickly. Um, but, but interestingly, you, you will get people that will start to do things because they see that they need to tick a box. And then they'll see 
what a difference it's making in their business um, to their reputation, to their employees. So the whole feel good factor, they'll start to feel good about themselves as well. And that's a mm. bit I spoke about at the, at the beginning. And so all of a sudden, what began as something that oh, I suppose I better do this is, this is great. What can we do next? How can we um, support the community? What do we need to reduce our environmental impact? Am I looking after my people properly? You know, all those things. Um, and, and it's that that creates a, a really good business. So when I spoke at the beginning about loving yourself, um, it's about most people um, launch business because they like what they do, whether it's a you know, service or um, the goods they're producing. Um, but, but quite often they lose track of that. Um, and it just become, becomes that treadmill for, for making money. Um, so they're not loving what they do anymore. And also this whole perspective of, you know, just bottom line, bottom line, bottom line takes the joy out of it as well. So again, if they can, as a business owner, manager, senior executive, um, embrace these other aspects, they feel the love themselves. They start enjoying what they're doing. Um, so they're happier. And that just ricochets out like those little pedals in a pond. Mm. pond. I can remember a few years ago, Jill, I saw this caption, and I'm sure it was from Branson, Doing good is good for business, and uh, in a former well, it's life, we use yeah all the time, absolutely. Yeah, in a former life, I used to write to corporate social responsibility when I was a uh, policies, when I was a health and so safety consultant, and I was mm. involved in quality management as an auditor and all that kind of thing. So, um, but what was interesting was um, this, as you say, tick box. I'll do it because I have to. And I just wonder, kind of using that as a foundation, when you said how much you're having different conversations now, 11 years on, I just wonder if we could take that to another level, Jill, and say, are you having different conversations now, 11 months on, for what's happened in the last, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 months? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the rate of change is just phenomenal. Um, when we went into lockdown, um, because we are um, a membership organisation, primarily, we, we have got a, um, a course and certification as well. Um, we expected quite a bit of attrition. You know, it's natural if, if people are paying the membership for something, albeit our membership rates aren't high. Um, but actually, we didn't have any. And, um, you know, the beginning of this year, um, membership has really started to grow because people not only want to be doing the right things, but want to be seen to be doing it because we like people to, to talk about the good things they are doing. Again, this word has got to be authentic because I, yeah, I, I do think if businesses are, are doing good things, they should get the, the commercial benefits of that. But even more importantly, if they are talking about it, and to use your phraseology, um, it becomes just the way of doing business rather than this soft, fluffy stuff. So if you've got really good, solid, obviously, you know, growing profitable businesses, and they're talking about these good things, 
um, then other businesses will look at that and think, hmm, yeah, I suppose it's not a soft, fluffy, charity, social enterprise type thing. You know, it's, it's, it's normal. And that's what we need. It needs to be normal. It needs to be the way you run a business. Mm. Used the word a few times, authentic. And that, you know, for me in more recent uh, months, Jill, is a word that's become, this is a strong word, abused. Um, but in the context of what you're talking about, it really does feel natural hand in glove. It really does. So I'm going to do something now, Jill. It's very rare, very rare. In fact, I don't think I've done it previously. I'm going to kind of invite you in to talk a bit more around your service, because one of the things, listeners, as you know, from you know the many podcast dance that's evolved over, over the years, is I shy away from deliberately the commercial stuff, advertising businesses, advertising individuals. You know, this whole podcast really is around information, insight, shares, knowledge, experiences, so that you, the listener, can benefit globally. But I'm going to make an exception here because it feels right to do so. And that's how strongly I believe in the philosophy. I know nothing about Orb other than what Jill's sharing with us now. But the philosophy, I think, is immense. I'm going to invite you in, Jill, to kind of give us a little bit of a deep dive around, if you want to, no pressure, but the membership, what, what does that entail? How much does that cost? What are the benefits? Okay, thank you, Paul. Um, I'm, I'm very privileged to be able to do that. Um, the membership, it's um, it starts, it, it varies according to the size of the company, but it starts at £35 a year. Um, for businesses with no employees and there's quarterly options as well so obviously we kept the prices very low now as a member um, they can use the responsible business member logo um, we will do some social media promoting them um, and we've got a separate directory called the responsible business directory so we'll go in there and we'll promote that directory now it's quite obviously obvious to see that there might be some people thinking, probably not people listening to your podcast, but in general, there might be some people thinking, well, that looks good. I'll just sign up for that, pay my £35 a year. I can use that logo and uh, go in that directory and that make me look good. So obviously we make steps to ensure that doesn't happen. Um, first of all, there is the, the beginning of the process. Um, some people I will have spoken to and invite them to apply. So I might have had a conversation with them beforehand and, and know more about their business. But quite often people will just find the site and go through the, the process, starting with the questionnaire. Um, when they've done that and they've said, yes, I would like to become a member, I'll get that notification. Um, and I'll do some start with some background checks, light touch, um, but I will look at their profile on LinkedIn, um, look at Companies House, look at their website, um, see if there's any information there um, about their philosophy. Because, again, there's a surprising number of um, companies that, that are actually very good and doing some great things. Nothing on their website, you wouldn't know, which is crazy. Um, and, and then I will have a, a conversation and it needs to be with the um, CEO, owner, a senior executive, um, a, a Zoom meeting. Um, and whilst we are not saying our members have to be doing everything because we are 
very much um, about this being a journey and getting people onto the, the first step of the ladder. Um, it's about them having that right ethos, um, about them being keen to really do the right things. And so long as we're happy with that, then they can become a member. Um, the other thing that we have just launched um, that we are really, really proud of. Um, 10 years ago, we launched something called the Responsible Business Standard, which was a, an on-site auditable certification designed specifically for small businesses. Um, because often small businesses don't have something that's designed for them, um, you know, like things like ISOs, they're designed for the big corporates and they try and chop them down so they're okay for small businesses. Anyway, we, we, we developed this thing and um, it's very, very broad because we look at legislation and we look at best practice. So it's about looking at the whole of the business, not just the soft, fluffy stuff. And the reason that I'm telling you this is because we've now just launched this as a, an, an online course with certification options. So people can go online, work through it um, in their own time, no pressure to do anything else a certification if they don't want to and the whole concept is that we are not telling them what they have to do there is some legislative bits obviously that we say have you got your employers like liability insurance employees liability things like that but in the main it's saying um have you thought about this how what are you doing about this you know just suppose it's well-being in the workplace are you doing enough? Could you do it better? And if you're going to make changes, what steps are you going to take? So it's designed to get people thinking about every aspect of their business, whether they're doing the right things and whether they can make it better, whether they should make it better and, and how they'll benefit from that. And so although it's primarily for small businesses, um, it's equally as good for, you know, the CEO of a great big conglomerate because sometimes you you need to strip away all the noise and just look at the basics before you can really work out what you are or are not doing so that's what we're up to in a nutshell but it's you know that everything that we do is very much about driving this agenda forward because um i I, I think the power, particularly for small businesses, to change the society um, is, is just just immense, just so huge. Mm. Um, so as, as well as the businesses doing stuff, you know, consumers also have a role to play because um, as businesses start to do the better things, obviously consumers need, need to make better buying decisions and support the businesses that are making an effort to do the right things because you know, sometimes those things might be slightly more expensive or they might have to search a bit more for them. So it's, you know, it's got to be both ways. Mm. I was just thinking as you were speaking there, Jill, about um, change comes from within, always starts within. And obviously mm. you've propounded quite consistently around, you know, that... Um, well, that that very that very uh, strong philosophy. I mean, within your kind of movement, is there that kind of personal development element where you do offer that service or infrastructure 
for individuals to develop rather than, dare I say, uh, the business per se. Yeah, um, we we don't ourselves as as all, um, but we work with uh, we collaborate with a lot of people. Um, obviously, we have a lot of members um, that absolutely can offer those services, um, and 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 it's something that I'm I'm very keen to drive forward as well because there are although we have obviously got a lot of business advisors and business coaches as as our members and collaborators that are looking at businesses in that broader perspective and will help individuals develop themselves as leaders to em embrace those values. Um, there are also an awful lot of other coaches out there um, who are very old school and, and who will drive the, right, you need to make some money, you need to make a profit, um, you know, this is how we're going to do that and, 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 and lose everything else. And um, I, I want to get those people going through that course and making a commitment to actually not only think about it in their business or, you know, their, their coaching profession, um, but make a commitment to help their clients consider um, their values and bring those values into their business and help them to grow as, as leaders in, in the right way. This reminds me, Jill, when I did my MBA, I come up and I think, uh, I can't even quote this semi-regular and I can never remember the origin, the source. I think it was a guy called Robertson or Robinson. Anyway, the quote is this. The object of a business is not to make money. The object of a business is to serve its people well. The result is to make money. Absolutely. And, and, and again, um, you know, that's the whole doing good is good for business. If you can mm. change your philosophy, um, then then it, then it will happen. It will happen. Mm. Um, I, I think the, the pandemic um, has highlighted that to a degree. I mean, there, there, there has been and there will obviously be a lot more fallout and there will be some very businesses that very good businesses that unfortunately um will will lose um but as a, as a generalization it will go back to saying the the businesses that are embracing these values are the ones that will survive um more likely to survive because their reputation is there. People will um, work, you know, the, the, their customers will strive to support them where they can. Their employees will strive to be um, as, as, as compliant with, you know, working with them to, to help them. Um, all these things have made a difference during the pandemic. And I'm not saying it's, it's um, you know, all of those will survive because sometimes there are external forces that mean just they won't. But certainly those that have adopted those philosophies, it's given them a, a you know, a, a streets ahead of the start in mm. terms of supporting and thriving. I want to ask you one final question, Jill, as we start to come to a, towards a close. Um, before I do that, and invite you in and just share your contact details, how listeners can find out more about, in my humble opinion, this brilliant initiative. 
you know, you've got me as a potential recruit. We'll chat privately when we've finished, uh, Jill, about me signing on the dotted line. But how can people reach out, find out more about, uh, you know, Orb and this amazing, amazing, I think it's brilliant. Thank you, Paul. I really, really do appreciate that. Um, the, the website address is, um, well, if you go www.orbuk, so that's O-R-B-U-K, dot org, O-R-G, dot U-K. Those, um, as ever, listeners, those contact details will be in the, this podcast episode show notes. So the big question then, Jill, I always ask guests this uh, at the end of the close of every podcast episode, leave us with one insight, one share, one piece of advice, guidance, experience, call it what you will, to take away, one real powerful takeaway. And, you know, you've really got carte blanche on this because we've opened the floor up around, you know, even going into, I don't know, in terms of a kind of, um, a beautiful community initiative like this, if it's right to call it commercial, but we'll, you know, whatever it is, whatever the label is, listeners, what's the one sort of insight that you'd like to share and leave us with, Jill? Um, I would say that it's understanding that each of us, um, no one is too small to, to make a difference. And it's something I've been saying for years. And of course, Greta Thunberg, bless her, has said it's so much more um, with so much more clout than I have but that's the important thing to remember um, every single one of us we can all make a difference brilliant and on that simple but very powerful note listeners all that remains now as I always do is to sign off by firstly thanking Jill for this excellent share this uh, you know these insights immense gratitude Jill to you for that no, thank you, Paul. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And it's, you know, it, it really has been a pleasure to, to be able to, to share my thoughts. And on that happy note, listeners, all that remains, you know what's coming now. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? <laughs>